This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, it's Rebecca Zandrigan in for Pia Chattopadhyay. Every Wednesday, the Sunday Magazine brings you a bonus podcast. One hand-picked story from the week's round of the Sunday Magazine that we think is worth hearing. Of course, you can hear all our stories on the full podcast we put out Sunday and on the CBC Listen app. All right, here's this week's highlight. Now, as you may have heard, we had Jeopardy champ Amy Schneider here last hour, and I sure could use some of her smarts right about now for my big radio debut playing the Sunday Magazine's monthly challenge, That's Puzzling. Each month, the host of this show faces off against a CBC colleague and one super smart listener in a series of linguistic brain teasers. Now, it's my first time in the hot seat, but thankfully, I have someone to guide me through it all. Our That's Puzzling Quizmaster, Peter Brown, is here to lead the way, as always. Hello, Peter. Hello, Rebecca. I have have good news and I have bad news. What would you like first? I'll take the bad. The bad news is uh, we've been doing this for a little over a year, and... The listeners have found us, and they are excellent at this. Mm -hmm. We have some elite-level puzzle solvers calling in, and you'll be facing one of those today. The good news is Pia has not won yet this season. (laughs) She is 0-2, and in fact, if I remember right, Mm -hmm. she didn't even put a point on the board the last time we played. Well, I feel like that's going to be somewhere where I land today as well. We will see. If you can finish top three, which is the Canadian bronze, (laughs) you will have kept up the standard. Okay. So let's meet Rebecca's opponents for this month. First, we are joined by CBC's senior entertainment reporter, Eli Glasner. Hello, Eli. Hey, Peter. Eli, what sports movie character will you be emulating today? Do you see yourself as plucky (laughs) underdog Rocky in Rocky 1 or the scrappy underdog Rudy in the movie that makes me cry or the too scrappy Tanya Harding in I, Tanya? Who are you today? I mean, I, Tanya is a wonderful film, but I am not going to emulate that psychotic character. I I wish I could be the the Rocky uh, swinging with the best of them. I'm probably closer to to Rudy, so I'll, I'll try and... Uh, channel my inner scrappiness. So you're four foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, just happy to get an education. That sounds about right, <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Welcome. And our third player qualified for today's game by entering our That's Puzzling Listener Challenge. We asked you to invent a new word to describe the tiny amount of time between raking your leaves and seeing your lawn covered in leaves again. That tiny (laughs) microscopic amount of time between clean lawn and covered in leaves. And the winning word for that is... Interrachnum. Interrachnum is excellent. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) The person who submitted that great entry joins us today in the Puzzle Dome is Bruce Ray in Vancouver. Hello, Bruce. Hi, happy to be here. Now, uh, we got it. But for those who don't know, you're referencing the interregnum. You know what the interregnum was, I assume. 
Absolutely, the time between uh, kings when there's a vacancy Ooh, on the throne. Fancy. Bruce, I ask you these next questions to intimidate Eli and Rebecca. Is it true, Bruce, that you have a degree in linguistics and a favorite letter in the dictionary? Uh, yes, that's entirely true. What would that letter be, Bruce? Uh, well, it's the shortest section of the dictionary, the letter X. If I'm uh, looking at a dictionary, I flip to the X section to see how long it is, to see if it's a good unabridged dictionary or not. And then secondly, ever since I was in school, I collect words that start with X. So I've got a very large collection of X words. Well, oh this, this this has worked to scare me, if that's what you were <laughs> intending Peter, to do. <laughs> Peter, can we just strike all the X words from the yeah. quiz today? None of the answers will begin with the letter X. I can promise Darn. you that. But Bruce, do you have a favorite? What's your favorite X word? Um, someone asked me that, and I had to think about it. And I said the Xanthokyanopy. Or xanthokyanopsy, it's a variant spelling. And, I mean, we all know. Rebecca knows. Eli knows. I know. But for those listeners who don't know what (laughs) that thing you said means, what does it mean? Uh, Well, uh, xantho is the root meaning yellow, and cyan or cyan means blue, and opsy is like optic. So it's a form of colorblindness where you can see yellow and blue, but cannot distinguish red and green. So it's a fancy medical term for red, green, colorblindness. And three of us just went, huh. Huh. Very interesting. And it will leave my brain in moments. <laughs> yes. I learned an interesting word for forgetting the name of yellow, blue, color blindness. I, think I have word blindness. Yes, exactly. Uh, sadly for you today, Bruce, none of our correct answers will be the X-Files or X-Wing fighters, but good luck to you. Uh, so I think we're ready, and two of our players are filled with fear. Eli, Bruce, Rebecca, let's play That's Puzzling. We start today with a definition challenge. I'm going to give you a word, actually a phrase, and three possible usages of that phrase. Two of them are real and one I've made up. Mm. Your challenge is to spot the lie. There are two real, one fake, spot the fake, this is worth a point. Which of the following is not a real usage of our phrase, which is blue hen? So, oh, this is what, if you're yellow, blue, colorblind, you might not be able to see all of this, Hen. Which of the following is not a real usage of the phrase blue hen? Is it in horse breeding, a mare that produces high-quality offspring? Is it the mascot of University of Delaware sports teams, nicknamed the Fightin' Blue Hens? Or is it in the late 1960s, a popular folk music club in San Francisco. I've made up one of those. Is it the breeding mayor, the Delaware sports mascot, or the folk club in San Francisco? Rebecca, we're coming to you first. Remember, there's no pressure. Which do you think is the fake? Yeah, you know, I was listening, and the horse one just sounds too on point that it, I feel, you know, blue hen, farmyard, that kind of stuff. I, I'm going to go. <laughs> that's really all I've got here. That's lots. <laughs> so I'm going with uh, the, the horse-related answer. So you think the horse-related answer is not real? Is a fake. That's right. Okay. Bruce, what are your thoughts? Well, I was on the same wavelength. I didn't really think if it's the hen, why is that referring to a horse? And uh, on the other hand, the other two ones are very specific non-phrases, so it's really hard to say that. But I'm going to go with the uh, horse one as well as fake. All right, Eli, you have a strategic decision to make. Yeah, I well, I decided the folk club seemed too easy. I I was I found the the horse the horse idea compelling, 
and I can kind of buy the mascot, or that does. You could say any mascot has any name, but I'm something about the folk club. It just felt like, yeah, put two words together. That's a famous folk club. So I'm saying that's that's the lie. Eli is right. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's the folk wow. club. I mean, I would go to a folk club called the Blue Hen, wouldn't you? I mean, I'd go, but <laughs> there was there was the purple onion, and it's true, you could be the you could be the indigo asparagus and that would be a folk club. <laughs> but so wait, that horse thing is tr- what so what, say a that blue again. Hen yeah. is what? A blue hen mare, M A R E, is a female horse that produces quality offspring. So it's a breeding mare. So that's some someone would be like, that's a blue hen right there. You should see yeah. what she Yeah. Oh what you that's my oh, prize. what you got in your hands right here is a blue hen mare. Yeah. Is that is that what a horse breeder sounds like? That's my answer. I don't <laughs> yes. get out of the city much, Rebecca. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's how that in the movie of Eli's life when yeah. he plays the horse breeder. Interact with farmers on film, basically. <laughs> so the you just bad... saw the straw coming out of your mouth too. <laughs> yeah. You just need to go, and you would have been great. So, Eli has leapt out. Woo. He has one point. Bruce and Rebecca, still lots of points on the board, yet to score. So, Rebecca is thus far keeping up the tradition of Pia. <laughs> For our second round today, we are playing what we call Monster Mashups. I have taken two words or phrases that have at least a syllable in common and mashed them together. So, for example, if I asked you to mash up a Canadian high school quiz with Tom Cruise's fighter pilot blockbuster, the answer would be reach for the top, plus Top Gun, reach for the Top Gun. I will offer each mashup to one player. If they can't get it, the others can steal. These are worth two points, and hints are available. Let's play two Monster points. Mashup. Yes, All Eli, right. you are up first, oh, sir. God. Your challenge is, remember there are hints available. Take a word for a wood, a wood, Mash it up with a food. Now, here's what the food breaks down to. It's three kinds of meat layered between three slices of toasted bread. It's a wood, and it's that food. And there's a hint. Okay. Well, uh, three kinds of food. I think that's a club sandwich, which is just the best thing in the world. So I'm going to go with something club. A wood. A wood club? I mean, like, a wood could a wood. It could be any spruce, oak. Are you remembering? There's a hint of it. Okay, what's the hint? Because the wood might be, it might, for instance, be a three wood or a five wood. That's a big hint. It is. (laughs) A wood? Yeah, yeah. Uh, A three, oh, oh, oh. You started to say it. Golf club. Golf club. So the whole mashup is? Golf club? And then what's the back part? Oh, golf club sandwich? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> golf club sandwich. Yes, Eli. of course. If that was curling, I would have been yelling, hurry! Yeah. <laughs> and I would have been slipping on the ice. And I like how you got it after your competitors, but you still got it all right. Well done, Eli. <laughs> Thank you. Rebecca, you got the last one. Let's see if you get this one. Well, you, 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 I mean, I, I made it sound like I got it. <laughs> oh, that might have been psych-out noises. Well done. I mean, I kind of was getting the gist, but I didn't land right where I was supposed to. But anyway, I was close. So, But I like this strategy. You could just hear other people's clues and just loudly in the background go, too easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rebecca, you will not have that opportunity here because you're up first. Ah, shoot. Okay. Mash up the name of the 13th Prime Minister of Canada with a term for 13 of something. A baker's dozen. Oh, 
Uh, You're almost there. Thirteenth <laughs> Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, Diefenbaker. Say the whole Diefenbaker's thing. Diefenbaker's dozen. Yes, Rebecca. Oh my goodness, I got it. I'm so impressed by the Diefenbaker part. <laughs> Should we just shut it? <laughs> what a yeah, sigh of I relief was, I was that thinking, was. Was there a baker? <laughs> yeah. I feel so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you just remember this moment. However, this turns out, I you know, are on I, the board and you're still in the top. I feel three. like I got to do the George Costanza thing and just walk out of the room now. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, you come back and pretend you never walked out. Do the complete Costanza. <laughs> Did you? know instantly that Diefenbaker was the 13th no, or you just figured no, out like no 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 I was Baker. looking for Baker yes okay yeah. all right good <laughs> yeah don't be daunt if you're going to be scared of anyone let's be clear be scared of Bruce exactly <laughs> Bruce our final mashup goes to you no X's your challenge is to mash up two animals the first one is a giant dog from the Alps and the second is a burrowing animal with big ears and a long snout there's a giant dog from the Alps, and you. Wow. A, okay. And a burrowing animal with big ears and a okay, long I'm, snout. I'm thinking Saint Bernard, Nard. Wow. Oh, Ard. Okay. Um. So uh, Saint Bernard Vark. Yes, sir. Bruce, well played. That is that. That is next level. That was because smooth. <laughs> That was good. Rebecca, just say you knew that one even I, if you that didn't. Would, I mean, come on, make them a little bit harder. I was okay. thinking about anteaters for some reason, so Same. I wasn't even close. <laughs> I was also on anteater. <laughs> like, well, yeah, if it wasn't St. Bernard, I was really scooped on that. And then, like, sheepdogs? No, I Can don't Can I know. just point out we didn't even need the hints on those last two? That's how strong today's game is. There you go. The score at the moment is Eli 3, Rebecca 2, Bruce 2. So this, anyone, anyone could win this. We turn now to our final round. We're going to stick with monster mashups. And this round, the good news, Eli, is it's pop culture. The bad news is it may, it just depends entirely what age you are. We're in the pop culture <laughs> realm here. These clues combine two different art forms, different eras. So depending what your tastes are, we could well have some steals here. We haven't had a steal yet. These are worth two points. Hints are available. We're going to start with... Bruce, Bruce, for this mashup, you're going to hear a recent interview clip and then a song from 1988. What we're looking for is the TV star in the first clip and the singer of the hit song, the TV star and the singer. Here is you, your audio clue, Bruce. After the kids have done a lip sync for their life and one girl lip syncs better than the other to save herself and the other girl uh, has to sashay away. Can I take Bruce's? Me too. <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm I'm stumped right now. Oh no. Oh, oh Bruce. So um I can give you I can give you uh, a hint if you would like. Uh well no for the music side, that's that's Paula Abdul. So I've got that. Uh so something that it ends in Paul. Hint is and yeah, I mean, I I really don't know. What was the first category? It was a It's a TV star, and I'll give you the hint because you're too proud to ask. That first person's TV show is a drag competition. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking maybe RuPaul. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, but I didn't know how that would go. So, so RuPaul, uh, RuPaul Abdul. Yes, sir. Oh, the suffering by Eli and Rebecca, both <laughs> of whom knew it. 
roughly <laughs> 40 minutes ago. I feel like I'm the right vintage for all of that right there. It was right. just, it was just perfect. All right, Rebecca, I I have Yeah, I, I do have that Paula Abdul album. <laughs> do you really? Well, I do really. Solid. Solid all choice. Right. Rebecca, we turn to you and uh, sadly, uh, everything you're about to hear is not the vintage of the last Oh, clip. man. I'll get you there. I'll get you there, <laughs> okay. Rebecca. This mashup involves two musical artists, one from the 1700s. Oh, my goodness. One from the 1970s. So 1700s, you know, you're looking for a classical composer. Mm-hmm. You're looking for the composer mm-hmm. and then the band. The composer and then the band. Here is your audio clue. Oh, don't know it, but I know that Yo-Yo Ma always does it, <laughs> or did it once, and it's played all the time. <laughs> and working all the time. Um, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, Just give it to Eli. I don't know. Um, uh, taking can, care of business. I can give you I'm a hint. Too. Okay, g- give me give me that hint, please. The band, the second one, uh, is led by the guy who hosted CBC's Vinyl Tap. That guy. Yep. Oh, uh, that exact guy. Uh, that that's a good hint. Yeah, I know. I did, and yet, and yet. You know what? I, I, can I can I defer to to Eli? I mean, like, am I allowed to give up my point? He just wants it, right? And well, Eli is Eli does get the first opportunity to steal here. He just just, just let him. Let just let him. Yeah, you know you would have got there. You just don't want to waste our time, right? Uh, I, I sure. Yes, let's go with that. <laughs> Eli, what do you think? I believe what we're driving for is Bachman Turner Overdrive, as in Bach, and then BTO. Say a little something before Bach. Bok, bok, bok. Do you know his, do you remember his initials? Do you know anything? Oh, no. Ba- initials of Bach. Is it JS? Oh, J JSBTO. Is that what you're doing there? No, it was. Okay, I'm go- I am going to defer to the judges because Eli did get it right. But you <laughs> but didn't. But you didn't get JS Bach. And then Bruce jumped in before his yeah, turn. I will. I will share my. My winnings, my points. Well, I'm happy I, to share the hint. I like that we sort of do this as a group game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel like we've sort of taken it in another direction here. <laughs> All right, then. So JSBTO or JS. JS Bachman Turner Overdrive JS is what it ba- is. I see. JS. I don't, I don't think I would have gotten JS on my own. I, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Here's definitely. where we are if we're splitting the points on that. Okay. Because I said, let's go to the judges, and then you guys just jumped in and solved it. So I defer. <laughs> I defer to the group. My hands are in the air like a dealer in Vegas. I am just out where we are right now. Rebecca got on the board with two points. That's Excellent. all that matters. Top three finish. <laughs> Eli has four points. Bruce has five because Ooh. you split that one. There you go. Eli gets this last clue. Oh, God. If Eli misses it, then Bruce wins. Stop building up the pressure, Brown. Eli, it's all to play for. All your dreams. Four years of training in, in smoky hockey rinks at 5 a.m., mastering that routine. And then you turn up for your Olympic skate and you get this challenge. Mash up this classic rock song from 1968 with a movie from 2006. You're going to hear the song, and we want the song title and the movie title. Here we go. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm 
I'm a man of will and taste. There you are, Emily. How many times do I have to scream your name? A actually, it's Andy. My name is Andy. Andrea, but uh, everybody calls me Andy. <laughs> I need 10 or 15 skirts from Calvin Klein. What, what kind of skirts do you need? Please bore someone else with your questions. And make sure we have Pier 59 oh, wait, at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, okay. Did DeMarshall yep, Yee confirm? Okay. Okay, yep, I got this. I got it. I got it. Get him on the phone. All right, Meryl, that's enough. Okay. Shutting down Meryl Streep. <laughs> so here's the situation. If Eli gets it right, he wins. Eli thinks he has it. If Bruce gets it right and he has, Eli's gotten it wrong, Bruce wins. He also thinks he has it. I know Rebecca has it, but we're not going to ask her. Yeah, it doesn't so, matter. I just It's clear I always have it. Yes. So think it, think it. While they say it, Eli for the win, what is that? Sympathy for the Devil Wears Prada. Yes, sir. Wow. Six points for Eli. I, I will Five. say Very nice. I will say there was a moment there where I was blanking on the movie title names. Like I, I could look at I could read out the cast, but I didn't I didn't have it for a second, but then thank I figured it out. Eli, this is where you get to do your Oscar acceptance speech, oh, and I will pay you, play you off after five <laughs> seconds. Who would you like to thank with tears in your eyes? Uh, you know, my drama teacher, Mr. Graham. Who, uh, no, wait, I, and my mother and my, oh, God, darn it. Eli, very well played. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Bruce, you were right in there. Excellent work, sir. Uh, oh, not quite starting with an X, but close. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. I had a lot of fun. And Rebecca... You yes. were right in there. I was, kind of, for a little bit, anyway. Do you remember, do you remember the, your joy when you got that one in the first round? Oh, I felt so much joy. <laughs> just be just, in that. That's uh, your happy place. Just it, be in that moment. I'm going to go right back there. <laughs> Congratulations to our winner, Eli, our runner-up, Bruce, and our bronze medalist, top three finisher, Rebecca. Thank you, players. Thank you, listeners. And that's that's puzzling. Thank you, Peter, Eli, and Bruce. Now we play That's Puzzling every month. And in December, Pia will be back to battle our youngest ever contestant. You'll want to be here for that in a few weeks. In the meantime, we're looking for a listener for the first edition of That's Puzzling for 2024. If you'd like to throw your hat in the ring, here's what you need to do. We want you to invent a word that describes the person who shows up at the gym in early January and instantly realizes it's not for them. Email us your made-up word to sunday at cbc.ca. Put That's Puzzling in the subject line and please include your phone number. You have until the end of the day on Sunday, November 26th. That's the last Sunday in November to submit your word again. We want you to invent a word that describes the person who shows up at the gym in early January and instantly realizes it's not for them. The winner will play with us in January and win the ultimate prize, a Sunday Magazine coffee mug. And you can find all the stories we bring you each week on the Sunday Magazine over on our website, cbc.ca slash Sunday. I'm Rebecca Zanbergen in for Pia Chattopadhyay. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.